the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomklein.com. While you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. You can, once again, contact me through my website, shalomkline.com. We'd love to hear what you think about the program. First up on the air is a fantastic entrepreneur with a very, very impressive background who is giving back to community. I'm thrilled to be joined by Bruce Taylor, the founder of the Next Level Exchange. Bruce, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. Um, Bruce, let's start with you because I, I love to make sure our listeners can get to know the person behind the microphone. Um, Bruce, you have a very, very, very impressive, uh, impressive, call it resume, because I know you deal with a lot of resumes with, with folks, but very impressive background, um, primarily in the world of finance and banking. If you don't mind, uh, can you share with our listeners a little bit about uh, the past uh, couple of decades of your life? Uh, sure, I'd be, I'd be happy to. Um, I was a third generation member of my family in the banking business. The company uh, grew and became known as Cole Taylor Bank. And back in 2014, we merged our bank with MB Financial Bank. Uh, our principal business uh, was banking family-owned and owner-operated businesses in the Chicago area. A lot of small and mid-sized businesses. And interestingly, many of those small businesses became very large businesses over the more than eight decades that our family was in business, in the banking business. Uh, absolutely. And I know that, um, as you said, family uh, was certainly a, a, a key part of this. You you made your customers your family, and uh, that's the beauty of small banks and certainly is a, an interesting time for the world of banks. We'll leave that for another conversation. Um, post uh, leaving the, the banking and finance world, you, uh, instead of going the classic route of consulting and and making money, you actually decided to give back to community. And now is such a critical time in the world of entrepreneurship and the world of small business. That's why this conversation is so timely. You founded the Next Level Exchange program. Bruce, do you mind telling us sort of a brief synopsis of what Next Level Exchange is and really why you got into it? Sure. And I, I want to give credit where credit is due. I was one of the co-founders. It didn't, rarely does anything happen all by one person's efforts. But it was really my effort in 2014 when I left my full-time banking career to find a way to meaningfully give back. Been very fortunate in terms of 
uh, the opportunity that I had. And certainly we had a lot of ups and downs in our company over the course of my almost 40 years with the business. Uh, but also being a lifelong Chicagoan, love, love the city. I even love the winners in Chicago. Call me, people call me crazy, but I, I love Chicago all 12 months out of the year. And looking for a creative, meaningful way for me to give back um, uh, to the city, to other entrepreneurs and businesses. And also, especially those that didn't necessarily come from communities with a lot of resources, diverse communities, and networking for about one, one to two years uh, with various organizations. Uh, uh, had a meeting with the then head of the entrepreneurship program at the Chicago Urban League, who mentioned to me that one of the things that she hadn't been able to accomplish in her program was establishing a mentorship program for many of the small businesses that they were working with, clients of the Urban League, principally a very diverse ownership, uh, diverse group of owners and small business people. And in a nutshell, what you are doing, it's an entrepreneur support program that's complementing the efforts being done by many fantastic community-based organizations uh, to really create economic opportunity throughout all of Chicago and Chicago lands, really, um, which I know you love uh, so dearly. Uh, so it's, it's a partnership and all of the mentees are, uh, are vetted. Um, tell us a little bit about the numbers of folks that have come through the program uh, so far. And really, if you don't mind, uh, share uh, perhaps one of the success stories, one of many, I'm sure. Yeah, well, um, as our program has grown, and one of my thoughts was not to create another organization, but to add to the work that was being done by organizations uh, who are serving a diverse group of business owners. And today, the collaborative partnership uh, it not only includes the Chicago Urban League, but also Sunshine Enterprises. They're located in Woodlawn, as well as the Women's Business Development Center. So this was a, 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 a pilot that we launched with our first cohort group of mentors and mentees, establishing an intimate year-long mentoring relationship between an experienced business executive or owner with somebody much earlier on in their career. Um, and today we have just launched our seventh cohort, our seventh group of mentors and mentees. We've uh, basically established mentor relationships with almost 100 uh, business owners over the last three years with approximately 70 different uh, business uh, executives and, and business owners who have served as mentors. And my understanding is that there's really three components or tenets of the program, um, really, really uh, structure being around mentorship. But I understand there's mentorship, business education, and fireside chats. Let's talk about the mentorship piece for a second, because I know as an entrepreneur in the world of banking and finance, I know you certainly have been a mentor to many. Um, how are you attracting uh, like-minded business people that want to give back uh, to the program to commit of their time? And what has that experience been sort of on both sides of the table? Okay, well, it's been actually one of the easiest sales I've had to make in my life. Uh, there seems to be a strong interest for um, people in the business community to give back in a very meaningful way. We've all made financial contributions, but here's an opportunity for somebody 
who's been in business in Chicago. And by the way, our mentors range in age from their 30s to their 70s. So it's a big range, come from, it's a very diverse group. But there is a strong desire to give back in that unique way that we can based on our experiences as people who have been in business in Chicago for a number of years, who have learned a lot of lessons from either mistakes they've made and or successes that they've experienced, uh, the skills that they've gained along the way, as well as sharing their social capital in terms of the relationships they have throughout the business community, whether it's potential uh, uh, customers of a business, uh, resources, or even peers who are further developed in terms of a similar business that they're running, but the opportunity to make connections with these um, entrepreneurs who are clients of the organizations with more experienced business executives has been a, an easy sell and something to, that's been very meaningful. Absolutely meaningful and rewarding. And I, uh, I, I have to ask, how, uh, how has the current situation, uh, how have you had to adapt in terms of, I know you're moving full steam ahead. Uh, have, you, uh, have you had to uh, set up a premium account on Zoom and uh, a lot of those mentorship opportunities happening virtually? Uh, absolutely. I, I, I think that um, many of the mentors and mentees are meeting on Zoom. I think we're all going to come out of this period of time much more technology savvy than we went into this time. I'm meeting with mentees that I'm working with uh, on Zoom, and it, it's a very effective way to do this. And this, it's it's always better face to face. But given that that's not possible right now, uh, the technology platform is great. We're actually having a workshop uh, at the end of April on the 30th, talking about marketing and branding strategy for the small business, especially in light of the period of time we're going through. And that is going to be a virtual workshop. And we hope to have good 20, 30 people who are participating. Well, full steam ahead. And I know your, uh, your mentors um, and your business education, the Fireside Chats, you, you promote adapting and innovation. And uh, you guys have certainly adapted and innovated as well. I've been chatting with Bruce Taylor from uh, the Next Level Exchange program a, an amazing 12-month intensive small business development program adapting uh, during this age of coronavirus. Um, Bruce, I've got less than a minute remaining. And I want to make sure our listeners know when the next cohort is being established and how they can get in touch with you to learn more. Okay, so the um, next cohort, uh, we will begin taking applications actually now. We plan to launch in June. And for more information, they can go to nextlevelexchange.org on the internet. That's the organization's website where they can find more information about the program as well as the application to apply to be a mentee or a mentor, depending on their circumstance. That's fantastic. Nextlevelexchange.org. And that's where you can find out on the mentor-mentee side. Amazing, amazing work. Thank you for all that you're doing uh, for Chicagoland's uh, business, small business community and entrepreneurial scene. Uh, Bruce Taylor, thanks for joining us on your nextlevelexchange.org. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We're going to be back in just a moment. Chicago, don't touch that dial. You're listening to Get Down to Business. We'll be right back. We are back on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship business. We talk a lot about business here, and that is why I have my friend, Tony Ferraro, um, from the author's place, uh, on with me on Get Down to Business. Tony, welcome to the program. Hey, it's great to be here. I certainly appreciate it. What a wonderful opportunity. Absolutely. Um, you know, full steam ahead in this uh, period of, of, of COVID. 
uh, now is the time to uh, to dive in deeper into uh, into meaningful relationships and uh, and moving your business forward. And I know that's what you are all about. So, Tony, um, let's start with uh, getting to know you. I know you have a very impressive background, and uh, you, together with your partner uh, Steve, uh, you are the managing directors and founders of Authors Place Press. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, and then we'll get into the business. Sure. I, uh, I came up through the software world. I'm sort of the serial entrepreneur that uh, one of the most memorable and best days of my life was when I failed and realized that I'd rather fail for the rest of my life doing something I wanted to do than, uh, than pursue something I didn't want to do and be successful at it. And, and so that really kicked off entrepreneurialism. So that was in 2000. And since then, I've had several businesses, mostly in software, social, um, SEO in those spaces and, uh, had some very successful exits with those and, and done very well. And then about a year ago, we jumped into Authors Place Press. Absolutely. And, uh, so glad you did because you were helping so many, uh, entrepreneurs tell their story. And I know stories is something that you believe in, uh, very, very much stories and messaging. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys do and how you help uh, entrepreneurs tell their story. Absolutely. Uh, You know, the market has changed dramatically. It used to be that publishers were effectively a channel uh, to put books on shelves and, um, and it was all about getting a book published. But today, publishing is really about getting a voice to market. And so we see ourselves as a conduit through which a voice can impact the world. And our primary job every day is to remove the barriers between the voice and the impact. And so whether uh, the channel by which a voice impacts the world is a book or social media or um, standing on a stage or a website or a podcast, etc. Uh, what we're going to be focused on is helping that uh, individual really articulate their dream for the world in the best way and then identifying the best channel to get that voice to market in the most impactful way. So let's talk about some of the successes. You, uh, you have uh, been hard at work and you are, uh, I believe, helping 500 plus authors get their message out That's and correct. prosper through that message. Um, I, I, let's hear about some of the examples and then, and then we'll talk about uh, some of those, uh, some of those uh, tools that you use. Yeah, sure. That's great. So we've got authors in a variety of markets, mostly nonfiction. Uh, everything from self-help, personal development to leadership development, et cetera. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, one author that's the former president of AT&T. Uh, you know, we've got people with decades of experience. Uh, we've got authors all over the world. Um, and, and so from a success perspective, I think where we've had the greatest success, and this is the big win for me personally, is when I work with an author uh, or a coach who's been doing this a very long time for years, and we take some time to really help them discover uh, the best language to use to describe their marketplace and their customer and understand the value. Uh, you know, we've got authors who have been writing for 20 years and we spend, you know, an hour and a half on the phone together and all of a sudden they're reinventing their entire platform based on that time together. I've got a unique gift of really activating people in their thoughts and their ideas uh, to, to really activate others. And so it's, that, that's where the real success is, is working with people who really understand themselves and what they're trying to do and help them get to that next level in a big, powerful way. So let's get a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, and we'll talk about some of the, uh, some of the tools that you use, some of the, some of the methods they use to go beyond just the typical sort of print and paper 
to uh, to tell that story. What um, what are how are you embracing uh, the the tools that are out there like social media? What what else do you do? Well, that's a big advantage that I have because my career again has been in in social. I started a social media company that I still have actually in uh, two thousand and and uh, and three, um, and you know it's it's been fantastic. So we take advantage of you know, all of the social channels, but understand that they're very different. Uh, you know, Facebook, you don't, you don't use Facebook the same way you use Twitter or Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok or, you know, any of the others. They all have a unique purpose. And so we start with the question of who is your customer? What's the journey that you're trying to take them on? And then which tools are the best tools to get them from point A to point B? And what is the message that we need to deliver in that channel? Uh, so that's kind of how we look at it is, is very strategically. To me, everything starts with a dream and everything that we use to move people towards that dream is a tool. And uh, so it's not, hey, let's do a social strategy for the sake of a social strategy. The question is, how do we move people from point A to point B and what's the right tool to do that with? So uh, I, I know that uh, the, uh, the station here at AM560, I know is regularly bombarded with, uh, with books and press releases and sort of the normal uh, attack of publicists. Can we get our author uh, on the air? And I, I'm bombarded with those emails. It sounds like you guys are using a little bit more of a creative approach to also use the tools of today. So you are uh, working as the publicist really for somebody's business and for somebody's entrepreneurial identity beyond just printing the book. Yeah, in some ways. And then also, you know, we're, we're pretty avid fans of what we call digital marketing funnels. The primary brand in the space is ClickFunnel, but we're, we're pretty avid uh, uh, champions of putting together a digital marketing funnel for our, our authors because we do believe that as we can draw people in using social channels into a funnel that escalates the relationship and really identifies the core it's, it's better for the content consumer and it's certainly better for the content driver uh, financially. So it's, it's good for everybody. Uh, and so, yes, we use all of those various tools to drive and enhance that relationship so that both sides are getting maximum exposure and maximum uh, quality and value out of the relationship. How about eBooks? Are you, uh, are you leveraging? Uh, yeah. So every book that we publish, sure. Of course, every book we publish, we, we do an eBook with as well. And that's one of the nice things that we do when we put together a digital marketing funnel for our authors, we include the eBook as part of the, the purchase. So if someone were to go to amazon.com and buy the book, the author is going to get about 87 cents and never have any idea who bought the book. When they put together a digital marketing funnel, uh, there's an opportunity for the, their, their client uh, to get that book for literally half the price, but include with it the ebook. So not only are they paying less, they're getting more. But here's what the kicker is for the, for the author. They're getting the name, the address, the phone number of that customer uh, so they can build a relationship with them and escalate that relationship over time. Sounds like a pretty impressive uh, uh, tool uh, that uh, that hey, I keep mentioning entrepreneurs because that's what we focus on. But really, uh, so many different uh, subject matter experts can uh, can can focus on. So, uh, are you at liberty to share some of the uh, some of the titles? I believe there's over 650 that you guys have worked on. Um, lots of messages, lots of stories in there. Yeah, we we there's a lot of great titles. Uh, one of my favorites is Beach Money by Jordan Adler. Uh, another is Mom B.A. I really love Mom B.A. Uh, the author there uh, is uh, Karen Sporkin, and she's, she's focused on 
uh, helping women really be empowered to pursue their, their professional goals uh, while still being a very active, successful mom. Uh, and, and it's really great. It, her and her daughter wrote that book together. It's fantastic. Um, so those are a couple. And then Be Chief is another. And we've got an HR book that we've just launched called Next Mapping by Cheryl Cran out of Canada that's fantastic. And then uh, we have another author, Ira Wolf, with Recruiting in the Age of Googleization, which I think is really important on the side of this COVID thing is figuring out as a business, how do we recruit in a different way? And, and his book's all about that. Well, lots of great content through your titles, but also uh, I've been learning so, so much from you, Tony, uh, in terms of the tools that are out there. And, and, uh, and, and you're publishing um, nonfiction uh, books, primarily um, over 500 authors, over 600 titles in print and electronic form. Very, very impressive. Surely our listeners have a lot of questions and they, they will want to learn more. We've got just under a minute remaining. How, sure. can they, uh, how can they get in touch with you guys and how can they learn more about possibly becoming an author, a published author of a book and, and any book? Yeah, the, the best thing to do, uh, obviously, is to go to our website. It's a great place to start. Authors, that's with an S, authorsplace.com. Uh, you can certainly email me directly at Tony at authorsplace.com. Uh, happy to help in any way I can. And, um, you know, happy to just jump in there and dive into the content with you as soon as I hear from you and help you discover your next and your and help you get to your dream. I appreciate your time, Tony. Thank you for sharing uh, so much fascinating information. Uh, once again, uh, authorsplace.com. Thank you uh, once again for sharing that. Uh, we'll be sure to uh, follow your, uh, your your progress in this journey as you help so many people tell their story. Um, you are listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We're going to squeeze in a quick break and we will be back in just a moment. Thanks again, Tony. Back on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And we are all about providing resources to the small business community. Nobody better to do that. Then Kim Brisky, uh, who is the director of communications, uh, managing director of communications and engagement for SummerCore. Many of our listeners know about uh, SummerCore just as a fin- fantastic uh, access to capital resource. But th- you guys are doing so much more in this period of COVID-19, aren't you? Yes, that's true. You know, you know, SummerCore is a nonprofit lender and we're certified by the Small Business Administration. Uh, we specialize in SBA 504 loans, which is focused on fixed assets. However, we take our uh, mission as a nonprofit very seriously, and we at this time are just providing as many resources as we can to small businesses uh, needing c- capital in this critical time. You certainly are. And uh, so much is changing second by second. And uh, even as we record today, uh, you know, some additional funding for small businesses is in the process of being approved um, on the federal level. But there's there's a lot of different funds that are out there. Can you sort of walk us through sort of the resource map and the small business ecosystem and, and SummerCore's response um, to help small businesses and help entrepreneurs? Absolutely. Uh, you know, first, I would just say everyone should uh, check out SummerCore.com, S-O-M-E-R-C-O-R.com. We have a, a blog and a resource page that's constantly being updated. And one of the items on the, that page is just a revolving list of all of the grants and funds that are available. The city of Chicago has already had a resiliency fund that has opened that people can apply for for, for, uh, for loans, as well as the state has uh, a similar loan fund. Cook County is doing one as well. Um, and constantly new programs are being brought up. Unfortunately, the need is very great. And so some of the grant programs, that money is snapped up quickly. 
Uh, and as you mentioned, on the federal level, there, there is uh, the expectation there will be more money uh, for those programs as well. And I know that there's a lot of also, I'm, I'm just looking on the Summer Core website, which really is a wealth of information. There's also industry specific. There's a hospitality emergency grant program, which is very impressive, and a lot of regional programs uh, that are available in Greater Springfield uh, area, as well as Rockford. So uh, walk us through, I guess, um, where somebody should start um, when, you know, entrepreneurs are focused on, they do what they do best. They're in their line of work. And all of a sudden they're faced with, oh my gosh, business is down. They are trying to take care of their, their family. And suddenly they're struggling to make payroll. Where should they start? Is the Summer Corps website a, a good place to, to go or who should they contact? Well, I think for supplemental information, the Summer Corps website is a great place to go. And we're always welcome to to ask uh, help with specific inquiries. But the first thing I would always do is if you're in need of access to capital, I would also reach out to your business banker. That's a great place to go because they'll be able to really help with walk through some of the options that might be the best fit for you. I think additionally, remembering your other key resources, which are going to be your accountant and your attorney, because really to be able to access any new capital at this point, you need to know your numbers. This means, do you have your, um, you know, your payroll documents from the last year, your taxes from the last year, so that you know, you know how much money to ask for, that you can prove the actual impact of COVID. Uh, and you know, again, the SBA, the Illinois District Office, is a great place to go. Uh, to be able to help you with specific needs and maybe more responsive than the uh, the general SBA line as well. All of that contact information is on the Summer Corps website. And by the way, that's good advice in general. Uh, we are certainly uh, very uh, laser focused on the COVID-19 resources and response. But in general, businesses, we are all about supporting small businesses and entrepreneurs. And they're, uh, that, that's always turn to your professionals and there are so, so many fantastic resources. So on that note, you uh, you and your colleagues at Summer Corps certainly understand, as we said before, that small business ecosystem quite well. I know you love Chicago, Kim, and I know that uh, your colleagues love Chicago. And I'm, I'm curious what, what you're seeing, what you're hearing from entrepreneurs uh, that are so dedicated to Chicago. Are you hearing that uh, most of these businesses will be able to pick back up and, and get started once they're given the green light to do so? You know, from from what I hear that that that's the goal and that's the hope. I think that the uncertainty about when the stay at home order will end is is really having an impact on on some businesses. And so I think for right now, especially for those that are not in the food service industry where inventory could be, you know, easily ramped back up, that would be a lot more, uh, easier to do. But I think when you have things that are more perishable, that that's really when the challenge and the uncertainty comes into play. Um, but, you know, everybody, lo- you know, people who are from Chicago love Chicago. We are tough Midwestern people and we want to get the businesses rolling again. And as we heard from one of our earlier guests on the show, even the winters in Chicago are willing to put up with it because we love Chicago, which is great. Yes. You know, obviously, um, we are we are going to talk later on in the program about uh, the job side of things as well, which is just so important um, because businesses uh, will hire again and people are looking for jobs. And I know that there's been a uh, an investment into the unemployment program, but uh, more to follow on that. Uh, again, we've been chatting with uh, Kim Bersky, the Managing Director of Communications and Engagement. Uh, Kim, I want to make sure our listeners know where they can turn to. And I know you, you emphasize turning to professionals and the uh, subject matter experts, as we said earlier. Um, but uh, let's uh, share that Summer Core link one more time. Absolutely. Please come to summercore.com. That's S-O-M-E-R-C-O-R 
www.covidnineteen.com. On the front page, you will see a link to all of our COVID-19 uh, resources, as well as our blog that kind of outlines of additional information about the other programs that the SBA has available, because we know that the American economy is going to pivot and start again. And we want to make sure that we're ready to serve those businesses as well. Well, thank you, Kim. Thank you to your colleagues for working around the clock. I know you guys are working around the clock to uh, to make sure that our business and entrepreneurial community can bounce right back. Thank you. Uh, be sure to check out the Summer Corps website, S-O-M-E-R-C-O-R.com uh, for all of those resources. Thanks again, Kim. We'll be right back and get down to business. Back on the show, all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. And very appropriate that we are having this next conversation right now because this is a week where we celebrate uh, where we celebrate volunteerism. Um, and this, uh, my next guest is the state chair for the Illinois ESGR. ESGR is the Employer Support of the Guard and Reserves. And I, uh, I can speak uh, firsthand about the incredible, incredible work of the ESGR as uh, both a, uh, an officer in the Army Reserves as well as a volunteer for the ESGR. You know, this organization is doing amazing things. Welcome, Lori, to the program. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. So, Lori, you have been involved in the ESGR for how long and, and why? Well, I've been um, a volunteer with Illinois ESGR for but just about six years now. And um, it was my boss at my day job. I worked for the Illinois Chamber of Commerce. He was the state chair for Illinois ESGR and asked me to volunteer to help out with the annual awards conference uh, and uh, invited me to become a volunteer. And I guess that's, uh, that's where it all got started. So I started out as awards director for the first couple of years, um, was asked to step into the employer outreach director position. Um, last year, I was uh, selected to be one of two employer representatives on the National Executive Board of Directors and then was selected to become the state chair for Illinois ESGR. So I've been honored to uh, be the state chair just now, uh, just about seven months now. Well, it's it's incredible. And as I said uh, this year, um, this this week, this past week, um, April 19th to the 25th, um, was designated as National Volunteer Appreciation Week. So thank you to you for all that you're doing for the 24,000 plus Guard and Reserve members in Illinois. And I know that this this is a very, very unique time where we have so many uh, folks in the Army uh, that have been activated, not just the Army, all, all branches of the military, that have been activated uh, serving um, in the COVID response and around the world. So, Lori, uh, you know, the, the uh, motto of the SGR is we all serve. So, uh, Lori, let's talk about uh, about that service and the work of the ESGR. And of course, we'll make sure that our listeners know how they can get in touch so they can hopefully step up and get involved and support the work of the 24,000 Guard and Reserve members. But Lori, what does the ESGR do? Well, um, our mission is to ensure more or less a good relationship between employers and their reserve component service member employees. So we work on both sides. We provide briefings to service members to make sure that they know about USERA, the Uniform Services Employment and Reemployment Rights Act, and also that they know the ways that they can thank their employers. Um, those briefings are required for every service member every year, but at a minimum, we provide those briefings when um, a unit is about to be deployed. And then we also work with employers to let them know about um, USERA 
most employers want to do the right thing. They just sometimes need a little bit of a reminder about what is the right thing to do and what is required of them. So we teach employers mainly through events, uh, things like briefings with the boss that we hold at military units or taking uh, employers up on orientation flights in military aircraft showing them military equipment and demonstrations, uh, basically a way of letting them see what their service member employees are doing when they are away, you know, whether it be on annual training or away for their weekend a month, which we all know that, that it's a lot more than that these days, or if they're being deployed. And then we also have a group of trained ombudsmen, neutral parties that can help the employers and service members kind of determine the right way forward if, if an issue does come up. So uh, those are the main three things that we do. But, um, you know, we, we just want to make sure that employers know how important it is for them to treat their service members right and also those service members, employees, how they need to uh, thank their employers for supporting them. Well, it's fantastic. And uh, you guys are a great sort of bridge between the, the business community as well as, uh, as, well as the, the world of the military. And I can tell you as an officer, there's not, there's not been a single day um, that I have not, uh, you know, had to uh, do military work uh, in the evenings. And it's, it's, it's you know, we, we serve and that's what we do. And we all serve. And, and, you know, the business community is certainly a very integral part. And Lori, just a couple of days ago, uh, I was sitting on a training with you. And I know that as a past awards director, you and some of your, some of uh, the folks that have been involved for longer than I have uh, shared that one of the things that you love most is passing along an award to an employer. So aside for the USERA and aside for sort of being an ombudsman, you are involved in thanking businesses that do the right thing. Let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, the the first award that we give out is, is a Patriot Award. It's a, a way for a, a service member employee to show appreciation to their employer, mainly for a specific manager or supervisor for what they've done to treat them well. I mean, whether it's just you know, what is required, or if that supervisor or manager goes above and beyond, we encourage the employees to thank their, um, their companies by, you know, nominating them for these Patriot Awards. So we do about 200 to 250 Patriot Awards a year here in Illinois. Um, and after uh, the Patriot Awards are given out, then we consider those employers for higher level awards. Um, you know, we've got the Above and Beyond Award, a Seven Seals Award, um, and then there are three Pro Patria Awards given out every year. And we and do that's that. Amazing, at that's an amazing way that the uh, Department of Defense can thank uh, those in the business community for for going above and beyond. And even though it's the law, there's the law, and then there's there's really going above and beyond supporting uh, service members that are uh, citizen soldiers. So, Lori, we're going to have to leave it there. I want to make sure folks can learn more. How can they get in touch with the SGR to volunteer? They can go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Illinois ESGR, or they can uh, reach out to our full-time staff or Kathy Kozak up at the North Riverside Armory at 309 567 All right. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back and get down to business in just a moment. Back on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Thrilled to uh, share the resources from so many of our amazing, amazing guests that we've had on the air over the past hour. Uh, we chatted with Bruce Taylor from Next Level Exchange, uh, had a great conversation with Tony Ferraro from Authors Place Press, and finally, uh, 
we we uh, uh, were joined by uh, Kim Brisky from Summercore, and of course uh, Lori uh, uh, Lori from uh, ESGR uh, supporting the uh, the Army and uh, Army Reserves and the National Guard. So um, I've been thinking a lot. As a child, I loved exploring. It was so much fun. Our backyard, um, you know, had trees, and I spent hours with friends and myself looking for treasures. Everything from uh, from from the, the buried things that might have been from uh, our uh, the folks that owned the house in the past. In the depths of winter, I would head down to the basement. If I moved around very quietly, I could explore the contents of boxes and trunks that were stored by my parents. Um, so it's those memories that fueled my reaction, something I read this past week, a quote by Arthur Gensler. Who is Arthur Gensler and why did his, work, why did his words inspire me? In 1965, at the age of 30, uh, Arthur Gensler started his own architectural uh, firm, um, and he had no business plan, no money, but he clearly had passion. Today's firm, simply known as Gensler, employs over 6,000 people and is the largest architectural firm in the world. The projects include Shanghai Tower, Adidas in New York City, Facebook headquarters, Apple stores, the list goes on and on and on. The firm's revenues exceed $2 billion. At the age of 85, uh, Arthur remains an active advisor to the firm. So here's what he says about sales and business development. Business rarely falls into your lap. You must go out explore and find clients. His use of the word explore is masterful. Comes to us from the from the 1580s, Middle French and Latin. The common use of the word relates to searching out and investigating. In the early 1600s, a second definition of the word appeared to make to flow. Amazing. This is what building a business is all about, exploring for clients to make the work and the revenue flow. So many of us get caught up attaching negative stereotypes to business development and sales, limiting our ability to share our expertise with those who we best serve. So what if we looked at this activity as an exploration? What if you regarded it as fun? While each of us believes we know who our ideal clients are, we actually don't know this for sure until we speak with them. Exploration is essential to uncovering who we can best serve and to building our best life. Working with ideal clients turns work into joy and that's one of life's greatest blessings. So in this time of self-isolation, where the majority of people can be found answering their phone, returning calls, or responding to requests for video conversations, I urge you to explore. Don't wait for clients to contact you, and certainly don't expect them to show up when we enter our new normal, because indeed it will be a new normal. They'll be far too busy catching up, sorting out, and selecting their priorities with care and precision. Now is the time to inspire conversation. Learn more about your marketplace, discuss possible projects, meetings, appointments for the summer and beyond. Explore, discover, make things happen, and tell me what you are doing with your clients and all those that you uh, talk to uh, through my website, shalomkline.com, or through social media. Um, you can uh, tweet me at shalomkline. I'm on Facebook at shalomkline. Really, you can find me anywhere. And by the way, this show is also available on podcasts. So make sure you're sharing uh, these resources with your business colleagues that can benefit from it. That's what the show is all about, sharing resources. We are the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship after all. And uh, we appreciate you joining us. So it is time to explore. I've been enjoying this period of time uh, exploring and sitting on so many webinars and, and Zoom, uh, Zoom tutorials, uh, learning about interesting organizations and interesting people. You have to be a lifelong learner at a time like this. And now, by the way, is a great time to explore getting involved in organizations. Um, you know, we, we talk on the show often about volunteering and volunteering, by the way, is a great way to grow your business too. So step up, get involved. As uh, the Illinois ESGR always says, we all serve. 
And uh, we talked about that earlier in the program. So make things happen. Do it yourself. There's ways to do it from home. There's ways to be involved. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh, We are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, as well as um, Tom Mirabali, health insurance expert, Blue Cross Blue Shield, but an independent broker providing so many resources. Uh, Check out his website, his website, uh, healthplanschicago.com. To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer. Thanks for joining us.